Hey guys, um, it's been a while, but first off, welcome to Just Us Games podcast with Wambo Wambrisla Isuram. I'm still excited and very, very elected to be your host on Just Us Games. Yeah, so um, our last episode was talking about um, dealing with teenage dysfunctionalities and we had a guest. It was quite an informative one and if you've not listened, please go back and listen and while we oh yeah while i introduce a new series this is series eight it may be longer than any other series i don't know yet but let's see how it goes so i believe many of you have already seen the title gen z's and deconstruction christianity yes i use christianity because it's one i don't know how to say christianity is a religion but let me put it in this context so you can understand but Christianity is has been that one religion that has suffered majorly in this construction. I don't know about any other religion because I haven't done the research, you know. And I even saw that there's now evangelism and ex-evangelism. I'm like, wow, you know. So this construction gave birth to ex-evangelism where you see young people leave their faith, leave their church to pursue atheism, to pursue Judaism, to pursue every other form of worship basically because of what had happened now why i used the gen z's or why i'm relating the gen z's to this construction christianity is basically because we are in the digital space we're in the digital world and from research what majorly brings people out of church what majorly brings the construction is trying to relay or intermarry science and and God, or trying to intermarry science and the form of Christianity. Many persons look at Christianity as a religion where you just go to church, you know about somebody, you read his book. It's like you go to science and you read about a scientist, you know, you just want to know his works, then be able to replicate. People see Christianity as science, people see Christianity as an intellectual work. That's when god doesn't think like them they think god is wicked they think god is somebody that you cannot relate with and bible tells us in first corinthians that god's wisdom is foolishness to, to this world and god's foolishness is even wiser than the wisdom of this world so there tend to be this um despairing view there tend to be this poor um view or poor or there's a blur perspective of god so many persons are now comparing God to science, comparing God to um, what they what they have intellectually built. And I came across um, an Israel philosopher, I think um, Yuva Harari Harari Noah. The guy is is gay. Yeah, he, he has a husband. He is a man. He's a man, but he has a husband. So. He was, he, he's a keynote speaker in World Economic Forum. He's a keynote speaker in, in India. Like many persons, he's, this guy is a scientist and he says he wants to create a machine that would give humans an afterlife that they would live forever without them believing in Jesus, without them dying, that they would just live on earth. And I'm like, whoa, you know. So that kind of thing can make people, especially these persons who are scientifically intellectual, for the Gen Zs, actually, I'm talking about Gen Zs, I'm talking about millennials or other generations like the Generation X, and we're talking about Gen Z, Generation Z. 
it concerns us majorly because we are the one who are now more exposed to technology. In fact, we are the receiving end of what has been built. We are at the receiving end of technological revolution. Yes, so whatever would be the thought process, whatever would be the outcome or the idea of these persons who invented these things would be that they bring them into a sense of intellectual power where you are able to i i want to put this way where you as a young person because gen z's are just i saw that the highest age for the gen z's is 22 they'll be 22 this year so don't think gen z's are like <laughs> people who are already living like let's say 30s or something 30s are referred to as millennials 20 to 33 23 to 30 are referred to as millennials, 35. But the Gen Z's are persons who have left high school in 2019 and will be 22 this year. That's what I saw online. I was looking for something phenomenal or incredible about Gen Z's, but that was the only thing I saw. I'm like, ah, it was even the USA that coined it. Yes. So um, I don't know why they did that, but let's just, yeah, you know, I feel like we should relate this Gen Z's and the, this con- and the, the construction that is happening in Christianity, especially in the USA. I feel like it's now moving down to other parts of the world, especially because of tech, especially because of the digital skills, especially because of the exposure to the evolutions that are happening, you know. And why I'm using tech and digital skills, not be, it's not that they are bad. They are very good. In fact, I use them. It, it reduces my work, you know. I'm able to do so much with them. But why I'm using it is because it has created a sense of, immortality in young people that there's nothing i cannot create in fact most of these persons who are intellectual and who have spent so much time in building the possibilities with technology most of them are not christian most of them are not like they don't even believe that there's a god so imagine the persons who create these things what would be their idea apart from giving you tech to ease your work or make your work efficient what could be the other you know aspect i was seeing i was reading my sister showed me the um, interview of this guy that did the movie breath of life you know i've forgotten the guy's name because i didn't really put it in my head i had seen the movie because i saw some christian channels were recommending it so i said okay let me go look at it it could be good but what i saw was quite unexpected i wasn't expecting that for a christian movie how can you be a child of god and you allow sexual contact you know in the movie i know it was quite funny and you as a man of god you get to the point where you can curse god look at what happened to job still he didn't curse god so there was some kind of disparity and some kind of questions i had in my head and then my sister went to do, do like a research and she saw the interview they had with the producer and the director, the makers of the film. And the guy is actually gay. His partner is a man. And he's a man. So it was like the idea for Breath of Life was that they wanted to have bromance, you know, between a man and a man. But they know that the traditional Nollywood scene is that you don't allow that. So they didn't want to do that. So they were like, the movie is not really talking about God. <laughs> it was just to attract people. They were like, Marzion is the only faith-based um platform movie faith based platform that they don't been able to crack is that their quality the way they do their movies is totally different so they are like trying to replicate 
You see, this is a form of godliness, but it's not godliness. So when I saw that, I started to question so many things. So Gen Zs are exposed to these things, but they don't know that there's another strategy behind it. They just want to buy you off. After buying you off, then they sell off what their target is. So it's the same thing with tech. I'm not saying tech is bad, but I think there was one time I was telling a group of persons about something. Don't just go for knowledge. Don't just go for intellectual um, sophistication. Check what is behind that intellect. Check who is giving out that knowledge. Where is the source from? If the source is not godly, see, there's no way you can apply it and get good results. It may work for a while. If you are not careful, the spirit behind those intellectual works may gain grounds in your life yes they may gain grounds in your life i'm not saying those things are wrong no they in fact they give you knowledge you can have the way out of any kind of situation but still the spirit of knowledge of wisdom god's spirit of wisdom is better than any form of intellectual sophistication any form of wisdom that you could get from the world i'm not saying you should not make use of them if they're yeah even the church uses media and I'm sure it's not even Christians who created social media platforms. Yeah, we are still using it. Yes, very important. But it has done more harm on the unguided. And Gen Z's are persons who, I feel like 50%, is 50% not even too much? I feel like not even too small. I feel like 70% of Gen Z's lack direction, lack purpose. They lack understanding of truth, of light. They do not even know who Christ is. And why is this? Because of evolutions, because of innovations, because of inventions. So people now rely, and even the book of Apostle Paul told us in first, sorry, in Romans chapter 1, I think from verse 26 to 29, there about that. In these days, there will be inventions. People will become lovers of themselves. People will lead the natural affections, you know, into loving each other like may and may female and female all of those things and it's happening right now it's to tell you that yes make use of the good side of tech but you see that bad aspect where people are being influenced you see i think technology has brought about pornography it has even led to more of sexual sin than it has brought good to majority of us i'm telling you so gen z's are exposed to you know just they are not the 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 concept being sold out to gen z's are use your head think you know just if you can make it does it you don't really need to serve any god you don't really need to be a church girl a church boy you don't really have to be a christian you can make it you know something like, like that's the idea being sold and funny enough the digital space has made it easy for you to for you as an early riser to just start making money and when you see that this and you see that your greatest need as a gen z and as a christian is money there's this pressure that indeed so you start asking questions you have so many questions really as you are growing you have so many questions so when you now see that the church is not giving you answer you are bound to deconstruct you are bound to just transit <laughs> you're just bound to leave everything you've known about god and just focus on the world you know so um evangelism and evangelism yeah so 
there's been this transition it's just traditional places like africa that you know parents are being able to still guide their children or people are still respectable to mentors and you know their pastors that they stay in church they stay serving god but really gen z's and the construction christianity what is really happening why are people leaving church you know i know that sometimes the doctrine are are wrong from the churches you know and sometimes the way people present salvation you know and looking at the western world and what is happening right now people say god is love and they tell you love is love love is love in the sense that in the gay society lgbtq is love it's you love your fellow female you love your fellow me so why not get married that was the idea that this philosopher um yuva harari noah was stipulated like it was like he, he, he literally insulted god in india he's in his conference in india I was like who what kind of god would <laughs> bring you on it and then enslave you and enslave your feelings why can't he just allow you love who you love and get married to that person but god knew that that was wrong like that's why he made adam and eve he didn't make adam and adam he didn't make adam and adam you know it was adam and eve not adam and adams you know so stuff like that god knew why so if you're going to ask god, god why did you make me why did you make us me and why did you make us me and me because i love this person like that it's <laughs> i don't so those kind of thinking it's and this is what technology has has made you know uh, has presented to Gen Z, especially on social media. This is what he has presented that these things are good, they are ideal. And you see, most of these persons who are these invectors or innovators, they are usually the starters of these um, theories, of these ideologies that make Gen Zs or young people question their faith in God. So you'll see somebody who is who is wealthy, yes and he's an innovator getting married to a male like himself so they are trying to tell you that our target is not to give you a tool that makes work easy our target is to sell this idea that being gay is good you don't there's no god that day that will tell you that is not right because it's your feelings you have feelings for somebody so why should he not tell you don't get married to them because he feels like it's wrong you know that is what is being sold so, and every other forms of prosperity theory, wealth principle, other than the word of God, is now being sold to young people that when they go to church and the church says otherwise, like, for instance, they see um, unbelievers prospering at their own age. So, them as Christians will go and be questioning God, what's going on now? And we ask the pastor's question because they have immediate needs that, like, they have needs that money should solve. And they're like, their mind is just asking questions and it's not clicking, no answers. So they're like, they're quick to deconstruct and leave the church. They're just quick to like, you know, several things can happen. They, they leave the church. They, not just the building, the church as a building. They leave Christianity. They leave their work with God. They leave their faith. Like they bury the faith and say, I was never a Christian. In fact, I don't know about, I don't want to know anything about God. So it can happen like that. Even yeah, I've been saying about relationships. Yes, it can happen for relationships. You know, many persons just feel like they can do evil. They can live in sin. And they would say it's not sin. It's, it's how I view life. It's my happiness. You know, it's my truth. You know, so there's now like 
a, a, a high proportion, a high proportion of deconstruction in Christianity, only just because of this. And I feel like the church has a role to play. The church should ensure that the youths are guided. If you would want the church, the youths to remain in church, you want the Gen Zs to love God. That's what I love about these mega churches and all of that. That creates special communities. We are not just coming to church to, you know, read the Bible, which is good. It will build our faith. It will build our intimacy with God. We are not just there to pray. We'll look at you. We'll look at your skills. We'll look at your interest. Is there any way the church can channel it into uh, programs? To ensure that you are properly guided, so that you don't go and learn it outside and learn it wrongly, you know that is what is really happening. So there's not this there's not the construction in Christianity basically because the church is paying a deaf ear or paying a blind eye to what people need answers for, and they're not providing answers. They feel like it's a sin to know about many things. No, it's not. Even for for me, who's a relationship counselor, I've noticed something, especially for the females, and then even in this. Um, this construction Christianity and evangelical movement or transition, the, things are not being so theories like you know this um, purity culture, purity culture. I, I was I've been seeing videos like that where people talk low of purity culture. That this sexual purity that is being done, that we are being asked to follow, it's wrong. Like look at what it causes us in marriage. Look at what you no know, stuff that are not being so people are feel like oh. So, because I'm now in church, I feel enslaved. You know, purity culture, stuff like, you know, abuse, where they're abused in church, you know, um, encountering wrong mentors and all of that. So, these were the major aspects that were, that were cited as the reason for living in a church. Purity culture in the sense that you are to marry a man as a woman and wait till marriage before you can have sexual intercourse you know stuff like that people you know these evolutions and advancements and just human sophistications that increases daily has caused lots of problems for the gen z's for us as christians you know so if all of these things can be tackled if all of these things can just be looked into by the church and say okay let's create a balance you can have so when the church is able to recognize their role in directing Gen Z's and the younger generation rightly, it will be easier to curb the construction Christianity. No matter how or terrible, how awful or ugly Christian is from young the younger generations of Christians, it's important that we are provided with answers. Because if you do not provide the answers, they will go out there find answers and whatever would provide the solution to the answer will become what they will get attached to so bible says that jesus is the way the truth and the life so in christ there is truth so no matter what these persons want to learn they can fill in the church provide the space provide the community where they are able to learn these things without deconstructing without leaving their faith totally and some of them, after they've left, they just went, especially for the transgenders or for those who are atheists, after leaving church, after leaving their faith and being exposed to some of these things that they thought are really the truth or are really light, they get to understand that it was never. They were only excited that 
But they then discovered that what they were running after, it was not really truth. It was just a moment of excitement, just like how addiction works. Yeah, so Gen Z's and the construction Christianity, we're going to be looking at this for like seven or more episodes. Let's see, we're going to touch on different areas where the construction has happened and how Gen Z's are to respond to, you know, seeking truth, to respond to seeking um, knowledge, seeking wisdom, seeking direction and purpose, you know. So, like, I should stop here and would just focus on this topic individually on different episodes. So, I'll see you guys next time. Yeah, and thanks for joining in on this podcast today. God bless you and see you later. Bye.